Hi everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Bit of Gallery podcast. My name is Pat Byrne and I'll be the host of this weekly show where I'll be chatting to artists based in rural Ireland about their career and practice to date. I wanted to take this first episode to just introduce myself and kind of run through what you can expect from the podcast without eating into another artist's time doing it on a different episode or an episode where they're on chatting just because I didn't want to run the risk of maybe cutting them off and having to rush them through their segments so I just decided to get out of the way at the very start. Um, Just a little bit about myself first, I'm an oil painter based in Leash and the main theme of my work kind of explores Irish superstitions and folklore uh, I want, when I started out working this way about maybe six or seven years ago, I wanted to kind of try and take figures and I suppose the fae folk and kind of portray them in a more realistic way rather than the way they're normally portrayed, either almost as figures of horror or kind of char- characters of parody. And to do this, I kind of started just simply painting them in normal modern day casual attire like wearing hoodies instead of 18th century or yeah kind of 18th century suits and clothes and kind of each little thing kind of led me on to something different like for example like the leprechaun naturally enough was the the starting point for it and the leprechaun kind of has a bit of a reputation I suppose as a trickster and I kind of decided like given the connotations and the whole folk devil reputation that hoodies have I thought it'd be kind of an interesting way to amplify that reputation of the trickster and almost push it into just kind of shady or dodgy kind of character, kind of almost assumptions around them. Like in the paintings, most of my characters are just at nothing really because no one, that was another thing, no one believes in them anymore. So they're effectively on the mythological equivalent of the dole queue. So like they're completely harmless and not actually doing any harm to anyone in the paintings, but there's obviously connotations around the hoodie, so kind of was interested in that. And I kind of paint him realistically because I thought it just created kind of a nice contrast painting something as ridiculous as a leprechaun in as as the might look in real life, or a puka or a slua, whatever the the character is that I'm working on at the time. Uh for the realism aspect, I wanted like everything to be fairly on point so I ended up posing for photos myself and making props to so that the shadows would fall just right so for example like with the leprechaun I created this big oversized kind of I think it's probably about maybe three or four foot uh, span shamrock that I stick onto the side of the hood hoodie and for the puka character then I have I made a pair of uh, goat horns so kind of when it comes to getting the initial photos it's basically me running around dressed up as the figures so just it was always kind of something I was a bit worried about that I'd forget like when I'd answer a door or anything in the flat like maybe if a neighbor came up that I'd accidentally end up answering and dressed up as a six-foot leprechaun um and yeah from there then once I get the photos that I'm happy with I'll just start working on a couple of sketches and once I find the one I'm happiest with I'll uh I'll get it over onto canvas and then go ahead with the oil paint and hopefully it turns out well enough that I'm happy enough to go for it going to a show uh, recently, I've started ma- remaking some of the props just to. I, I kind of wanted to bring them up to a slightly higher standard. Originally, they were kind of sort of rough and were quick and just something to work with. Like whereas now, kind of, I'm, I want them to 
possibly be a good enough standard that could show him in an exhibition alongside the paintings. So that's kind of something I'm looking at now at the minute as well. And it's accidentally ended up kind of adding this whole sort of performative element to the work. But yeah, basically that's the main theme of my work, just portraying folklore figures or figures of folklore um, kind of just living lives of ennui. So that came about in that I started working from that team probably in 2013 when I started the Masters. But it kind of started creeping into my work in 2012 when I was in Iceland. And it was all even before that, it was something I wanted to kind of explore, but I didn't know how to go about it without, you know, maybe accidentally creeping over into sort of fantasy art. And it's not to have a problem with fantasy art. It's just it wasn't a direction I wanted my work to go in. And again, kind of, aiming for sort of realism fantasy art kind of does something that kind of annoys me all the characters are these warriors with unreal physiques but they're all wearing the most impractical armor in the world both men and women like and it's just all something that annoyed me because you know no one was going to wear what they wear into battle because they're just going to get shot with an arrow and down to go so i kind of wanted to kind of avoid that at all costs and when I was on the Masters, I think it was my end of year or yeah, my end of year show in first year, uh Kevin Atherton, who was the head of the Masters course when I was in for when I was in first year, uh said that my work kind of had an element of magic realism about it. And I really liked that kind of term. So I, it was something that I kind of just sort of said, I'm gonna hold on to that when describing my work. So I suppose magic realism is kind of the nearest thing to what it is. And then just speaking of college, I studied uh, my undergrad in GMIT. I specialized in painting and I graduated from GMIT in 2010. Uh, stayed around Galway for about eight or nine months after that as part of a collective called Emerge. And then I got offered a studio. I, I had applied for something back home in Leash and I didn't get it. But the county council offered me another studio. So I took that like. I was delighted to get it because at the time I wasn't getting a huge amount of painting done just because in Galway we didn't have a space and I kind of thought, you know, that that was going to be it. Like really after fourth year, it, it, a few months passed where I wasn't ever getting any painting done. I thought like I was probably, is like was this it? Was this how I was going to kind of drop out of doing something I love? But thankfully I got the studio back home in Leash and tipped on back home and uh, I've been based in Leash more or less since then, the only real uh, times I've been working outside Leash was the three-month residency in Iceland in 2012 uh, with Nez Artist Residency in Skagestrand. And then I was commuting up and down to Dublin for the Masters. So I was still, I was living in Leash, but obviously I was just kind of working in Dublin. Um, and I started Masters in 2013, graduated in 2015 from NCAD, again, specialising in painting, painting and then... I did a week-long residency in the Tyrone Guthrie Centre in uh, Monaghan in, I think, 2016 or 17. That was kind of a nice break as well, just to get away and kind of play around with the work a little bit without worrying about being too tied down to the the team that I was working from. I've been exhibiting kind of, I suppose, for about 13, 12 or 13 years, I suppose. In Galway, uh, once we got into second year, it was kind of, really driven home like to get out and start exhibiting as soon as possible and start working on your cv and um 
kind of I did and just to get used to applying to things as well I yeah I ju- it just got to a point where I was really enjoying it like so it was, you know there was always a bit of a buzz I suppose about getting accepted into an exhibition even still so that's kind of my studio practice kind of and how I work about as far as the podcast goes then the I'll just go I'll address the name first off uh bit of gallery is just a play on words you hang artwork in a gallery and gallery is an alternative word for crack and for fun here in the midlands so bit of gallery something's a bit of crack and it's a bit of fun can be a bit of gallery so it all just kind of slightly sort of came together and then after i had written i realized the abbreviation of it is also the bog podcast so it's it kind of accidentally worked out fairly all right also if you can hear any background noises there it's my cat is in here wandering about and she's hopping around on things so sorry about that uh the podcast then itself i'm going to have weekly guests on starting from next week and to begin with they're going to be uh leash and awfully based artists because i work part-time in heritage house in Abeliques. it's a small museum uh local museum and it's because the podcast is going to be half linked to work i had to kind of get in local artists to begin with now i will be getting in other artists from outside leash and awfully as well i've already touched base with a few uh artists from other counties so they'll be on down the road but that's one of that's how i'm going to start out with it uh they'll be on every week and each it's only going to be a chat like i'll have a few questions and i'll probably be asking most artists in or around the same kind of questions because we're all working in the same field but like there'll be other questions popping up as we're chatting and that as well and uh but it's it's just again just them chatting about their work we'll let you know where to find their stuff online as well at the end of each podcast so like i suppose for work in progress it'll like instagram will be your best bet for finished work then a combination of instagram and probably their website and i'm starting out because i work in visual arts i'm starting out with visual arts because i kind of feel i know something about it i think i don't know if i even do or not but i'd like to eventually get on writers and musicians and actors and kind of other creative fields the only problem with all that is i don't have a clue about any of that like i i'm the least musical person in the world so i would I, I i'm just afraid i won't be able to ask intelligent questions about that but i'll see what the crack is and due to social distancing uh the podcast will be done over zencaster the reasons why i set up the podcast then like i just said there i work in heritage house and at the minute it's close to the public and even when we're not in level five we're never sure when we're going to be able to have people in like for example when we were back in level three we were working on site but we, we weren't open to the public we couldn't allow visitors into the shop or into the museum sorry so we ended up kind of just there's always this uncertainty about it and since the first lockdown i started to feel like online content is just going to be more and more important for somewhere small like heritage house so i decided a podcast was a kind of a free and relatively easy thing to set up and distribute for people to listen to and a way to engage with people in the community and let them see what i suppose artists are up to as well during the pandemic so that was one of the reasons for setting it up it was also something i planned to do uh about six or seven years ago or not six or seven sorry about four or five years ago sorry uh but originally the original plan was 
I was going to set it up as a written blog and I'd interview artists and just type out the question and then type out the answer. I, I never got around to it. And with the with the lockdowns, it seemed like a good time to maybe try it. And a podcast seemed like the most accessible medium because you can kind of just throw it on and let it play away and, you know, even just have it on in the background. The main reason I decided to set it up and it's going to... It, it is, there's no way of really going on about the main reason without sounding like I'm having a little bit of a whinge. But in rural Ireland, I don't feel like the rural, like the artists, like I don't feel like we have the same number of opportunities available to us, even pre-pandemic, as urban artists do. And it's completely understandable. Like, I, I get it. Like, we don't have densely populated areas. So there isn't going to be the same demand for art. Like, but for example, at the minute, all the galleries are closed down out in the countryside and again completely understandable the galleries are closed down in the city too but some of them are still operating on an appointment basis so you ring or email ahead and arrange your date the time you want to call in i suppose and they'll open the doors to you and you can call in to see a show and obviously there's artists who have work in these shows that are still getting the chance to show we don't have that down the country because like obviously we don't have the population the demand isn't there but like even if the galleries were open and if the the travel restriction was in place we'd have to break that restriction most of us would because none of us are within walking distance of a gallery so we'd have to like i live half an hour from the new from my nearest gallery so you know you're going well outside the distance to get to it like that kind of also goes on to the fact that then that like you can't just invite people over to your studio because again like it's it's going to be basically arranging your day around getting to someone's studio so you can't invite fellow artists gallerists curators critics or friends even over to your studio too handy um whereas well maybe not critics but you know anyway in the cities it's easier so kind of and there's a lot of artists here in Leash. Like, there's a good artist network, but it's just because we all live in a rural place, it is very easy to start feeling a little bit more isolated and a little bit more cut off. So we, um, I just thought this podcast would be a nice way maybe, or a way just to get artists online to maybe chat about their work and promote it and maybe people take an interest and follow up what we're up to. So that was kind of the main reason I set it up. Like and even getting whole materials in the country, like good quality materials, can be difficult because all of that. To be fair, it's probably more down to the delivery service. For example, the last time I ordered paint, it ended up in my neighbor's shed, so I had to run out and grab it. But I, I didn't know where the hell it was gone, anyway, and I was just kind of stuck for it. So that's kind of why I set it up, and the reasons behind it. I know it do sound a little bit whingy, but they're not. It's just a simple fact, and it is. I do understand why we don't have the same opportunities why there's the same number of galleries open and all that kind of crack so yeah uh the podcast itself then can be found on i'll be putting it out over my website at patburnartist.com and i don't think i'm going to be putting it out over my social media pages i think i'll just keep it to the podcast social media pages and the work social media if you want to check out my own social media though just a bit of shameless self-promotion 
uh, I'm Pat Byrne Artist on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I don't really use Twitter and Facebook that often, so Instagram is where you'll find me probably most active. Um, it'll also go out on the Heritage House website and the Heritage House social media pages. I don't think I'm going to put it on YouTube because there's going to be no video with the podcast. It's just audio. And as YouTube is a video platform, I think it'd be kind of pointless just uploading like a still image of the logo and having the podcast over. I, I don't know. I'll have a think about that. Um, it's also going up on Spotify, Acast and Amazon Music. So the three of them are definites and I'm hoping to kind of, I'm waiting to hear back from iTunes about whether my submission was accepted there or not. And then kind of finally, I'll just probably finish up each podcast with a few little announcements. So like, for example, like I said earlier, I'll put up or I'll let you know where to find the artist's work online at the end of each episode. Now on Spotify, it'll just be announced during the podcast. On Acast, I'm able to, uh, put in the description or put in a little description and I can insert a link in there then and if you just click on the link it'll take you straight on to the artist's website or social media whichever they want or if they want all of them accessed I can do that um, I was also just asked by the manager in work just to say uh, thanks to Leash County Council for awarding us some funding that went towards getting some of the equipment that we needed for the podcast's because there's two podcasts going out from Heritage House. So thanks to Leash County Council for that. I also just, just wanted to say as well that my friend Mairead Connell is putting out a podcast for Heritage House as well called Talk of the Town. And that can be found on Spotify as well. And I, I think maybe it's going up on iTunes as well. Well, if you tune into that, you'll find out everywhere it's going out as well. So the trailer for that is up. So if you search Talk of the Town on Spotify, you'll find it. And I also want to say thanks a million as well to all the artists and everyone that I contacted about featuring on the show so far. I got really good feedback and really good reaction. So I'm delighted with that. And like everyone so far has agreed to be on the podcast in some capacity, whether on their own or as part of a group. So that's that's great. Thanks a million to everyone for that. And just before I finish up, it just reminded me there, I want to kind of maybe do uh, the odd special, like, you know, for, like, say, hitting a milestone, like, if it's something like maybe 25 episodes or something like that, or maybe 50 episodes, I'd like to get collectives and groups of artists on at some point. So, for example, I uh, was chatting to, I did a PLC course back or in Ableeks in the Further Education Centre to build up a portfolio for college before I applied to Galway back in the mid-2000s. And I was chatting there to Idel O'Keefe, a ceramicist from Abeliques, and I was asking about being on the show, and it turns out that maybe we're going to do an episode where Idel, Jackie and Jock, the three tutors that I would have had in Abeliques, are going to be on an episode at some point. I need to contact Jock and Jackie about it, actually. But the... The... Um, reason I wanted to get them on is because they're kind of responsible for launching the careers of so many Leash and awfully artists like Leash especially because they're local but like there's not many Leash artists that I, I don't think that have kind of gone on to college and studied it that haven't gone through Abeliques like at some point so I wanted to get them on I thought it'd be a really good episode to hear from them so I'll be in touch with Jack and Jock at some stage and thanks to Edel for agreeing to be on 
been on the show as well. And I think that's kind of it then. So we'll have our first guest next next week and the guests are going to range from, you know, established artists to artists who are still in college and kind of everyone in between. And I think that's everything covered. So if you want to tune in next week and we'll have our first guest on episode two, just before I go, uh, I got so carried away there chatting about Spotify and where to find us. I forgot about uh, the social media for the podcast. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Bit of Gallery. So if you want to follow us, at Bit of Gallery will take you to our pages. I have an account set up with Instagram for the podcast because I don't know if I'll be posting anything to it. It's like it's going to be, it's kind of the same reason as YouTube. It's just audio there's going to be no visual content for the moment so maybe further down the line i might set up an instagram account where possibly i could post images of a work by the the visiting artist just to give you an idea of what their stuff is like and you could follow it up then later by going on to their social media and their websites but at bit of gallery on facebook and twitter will take you to our pages if you have any questions or you want to leave any comments and yeah each episode will be also 30 minutes to an hour long i forgot to mention that just so you have an idea of what to expect for a duration and after that then if you enjoyed the first episode if you can just leave a review on spotify or acast or whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on that'd be great and i hope you enjoyed it i will chat to you all next week and thanks for listening